Welcome back to Self Love 365, the daily podcast where we explore the concept and practice of self love. I'm your host, Lily, and this is day eight. Schedule your self love. Hello, hello, and happy Monday. I'm really glad that I got a week of podcasting under my belt, and I'm looking forward to moving a little bit forward in our journey and discussing some more cool things about self-love and just deepening our practice. In fact, this is um, week two, and... The theme for week two is practicing self-love. And also, we'll be talking a lot about the habits of self-love. Before we move on, I want to let you know the week two mantra. And it is, self-love is attractive to me. Self-love is attractive to me. Now, quickly, I'll say about mantra. For me, there's two rules. It has to be true. And it has to be uplifting. Those things are equally important. So self-love is attractive to me, is is, um, true. And it makes me feel hopeful and positive. So I like it. Um, Okay, so day eight, we're going to talk about scheduling your self-love. So we're seven days in, and I'll tell you right now that Exploring self-love and practicing self-love is a lifetime of work. Um, That's my guess. I mean, I haven't lived an entire lifetime or I don't remember my past lives anyway. Um, But it's definitely going to take a lot more than seven days. And yeah, it's going to take more than a year. Although I think we're going to really get into some juicy stuff very quickly and have a lot of fun this year. Um but it's really a, a, a lifelong practice. It's not a diet, it's a lifestyle. And the other thing about self-love as a practice is that it doesn't just happen on its own. And this makes sense because, I don't know about you, but I wasn't taught to love myself all the time. It wasn't built into the way I was raised or the way I was schooled or the things that I read or watched on TV or listened to. So if we haven't been taught to love ourselves every second of every day, then it makes sense that it's not an automatic process. It's something that we have to practice and we have to intentionally build into our day. We'll get into the nitty gritty here in a minute. Um, But First, I want to give a shout out to one of my friends and teachers who recently introduced me to the idea that practice contains the word act, A-C-T. And I just love that because it's such a good reminder that practice is not 
thinking or being theoretical or analyzing, the practice part of practicing self-love is action. So we're not talking about something stagnant. We're not talking about something we add into our life once. Um, we're not talking about a decoration in our home, something pretty that we, we look at and enjoy. We're really talking about daily action. Sometimes daily actions, more often daily actions. And so what we're doing now, because we're at the beginning and we're not used to acting on our self-love impulses and desires, what we're doing is we're building this in as a new habit. Now you might have your own um, methods on how to make sure a habit sticks. Some things work for me with some habits, some things don't, some constantly switching it up. Um, but whatever the habit, it's never easy for me to build in a new habit um, because I'm very stubborn. I'm set in my ways. And also my age works against me because um, if I haven't been doing something every day so far, then it really takes a lot of reminders and um, encouragement to, to add something in, okay? Because my brain's pretty full at this point. So I'm trying, when I'm trying to build a habit, I'm, I'm really replacing something else. I'm building, if I'm building my self-love habit, then maybe I'm replacing, you know, destructive behaviors or something like that. Um, so a new habit is going to be more successful if it's something you desire and you enjoy. So, so self-love is the practice and the habits are the way we practice it. Hopefully that makes sense. I'll say it again. Self-love is the practice and then our self-love habits are the way we're acting out that practice. There are actions. So these habits will be easier if we choose things that we both desire and enjoy. Both of those things. As an example of something that isn't both of those things, I desire to dry my hair after I take a shower. But guess what? I don't enjoy drying my hair. So most of the time after I take a shower, it doesn't get done. So that's not something I'm going to adopt as part of my self-care habits because I don't enjoy it. Even though if I magically got out of the shower and my hair was dried for me, I'd be okay with it. Um, on the flip side, something I do enjoy doing is going to the theater or going to see a play. Um, but I don't really have like the strong urge for that to become like a regular part of my life. It's okay if it's just a surprise or something special every now and then. So I'm not going to choose, you know, I'm not going to get like a season ticket and, and consider that a self-care habit because I enjoy it, but I don't desire to do it every day. Okay. So self-love habits need to equal desire and enjoyment. Now I've mentioned my garden before. 
I'll probably continue to mention it uh, because it is a new thing for me and I do enjoy it. And I do desire to have gardening be a part of my daily life. And more so, I desire to have a garden that brings me joy and, and that I find beautiful. Um, it's still a very new routine for me. So even though I enjoy looking at all my hard work and I desire to know how to garden and to get better at it and to become more um, seasoned at gardening, I still have to kind of convince myself to go out there. So actually my gardening habits sort of mirror this idea of self-love habits, which is that we desire and enjoy them, but we're still practicing it's still new. So it, it's going to take more than just the desire and the enjoyment. It's going to take commitment and dedication. Um, just like I didn't grow up learning to love myself every second of every day, I didn't grow up gardening. And in fact, one of the things I remember about my childhood is that I wasn't actually encouraged to play outside. Um, I remember complaining to my mom about being bored and she set me up in front of one of our first computers and turned on a typing tutorial. So guess what? I can type 90 words per minute in my sleep, but I didn't grow up going outside. I didn't grow up learning about plants or, or, or garden design layout. So all this is new for me. Um, it doesn't come naturally to me even though I do enjoy it, I do desire to have it be a part of my daily life, I still need a little encouragement. Um, this past Mother's Day was a wonderful Mother's Day for me. I went to a gardening center with my friend and sort of just gave myself free reign to buy whatever plant looked pretty, whatever plant I thought would look good in the garden. And I didn't overthink it. I just got what I liked. I had a general list of like, this is how many pots I have. This is a couple different places I have in my garden to put in new plants. But I really just went with the moment. And if something looked cool and I hadn't seen it before, or I really love the color, then I bought it. Um, it was great. I love shopping. I love plants. I love color. I love being with my friend. So it was a wonderful day. Um, didn't take much coaxing because I knew I would love it. Right. So I didn't have to cajole myself into going to buy the plants. However, I knew when I got home that these plants were going to sit around a long time, too long. If I didn't schedule my plant care into the next couple weeks into my, into my calendar. So I went ahead and put in, you know, whatever, whenever it was a day that week and a day the next week, or, you know, a couple hours here and there, I went ahead and put it right into my Google calendar, which is the calendar that I use most garden, you know, for two hours or, or plant pot, you know, put plants in pots or whatever. Um, but literally I put it into my calendar so that when that day came and that popped up as I didn't do it as a to do. Cause I don't know about you, but I often ignore my to do's. 
But if I put it into my calendar, like at 10 o'clock, from 10 o'clock to noon, I'm going to garden, then I do it. Same thing with this podcast. I have to put into my calendar, I'm going to record podcasts at such and such hour. I'm probably not going to do it. Something else comes up, right? So I put it, I, I schedule the gardening into my Google calendar at specific times, specific days that I knew I had the time available. And then when the reminder came up, I planted things and I enjoyed myself. And my desire of having an even prettier garden was met. Um, and I learned to love myself more because I learned things and, and I reconnected with my land. Um, so I was tending to this need of having a pretty yard. Okay. The point here is we're adopting a new habit. Yes, we desire to love ourselves and then we're going to choose habits in which we, we are enjoying ourselves. We're not going to make self-love any harder, okay, than it has to be. But it, it will be a challenge because we're adopting a new routine and we're not used to loving ourselves to, to this extent. So action item of the day, schedule your self-love. Put it into your calendar. If you carry a paper calendar, if you use an online calendar, doesn't matter how whatever works for you. If you need a reminder in your phone, you can do that. Have it pop up at a certain time of day. Don't forget to love yourself, Lily. Or maybe you're even more specific. Take yourself on a walk, Lily, or you deserve a coffee, Lily. Okay. Get as specific as you can and schedule it. Okie doke. This week's going to be good. Talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Self Love 365. This episode was recorded, edited, and produced by me, your host, Lily. Our original music is by Henry Liu, and our custom graphics are by Little Legends Studio. Follow us on Twitter at 365 underscore self and read our weekly digest at 365daysofselflove.com.